0: And it's just showing us how God will always forgive us, and He's there for us. And we stray from the path, and then we need to—you need to have remorse. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew, and I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning you know what that means.
1: So what's uh what's new? How was your trip? Got a lot of golfing done? Yes, I did, man. Yeah, just got back. Just came straight here. Ronnie and Elliot are sitting in the car. <laughs> um. Believed you for a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> they can go inside. They? <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Guys, I got to record. Hold on. <laughs> no, I dropped them off at home. But yeah, we drove home this morning. Um, what time was, you like, leave? We left at nine thirty in the oh. morning, so we're recording this on a Saturday. We'll be coming out on Wednesday. Um, it was a great week, honestly. It was just so much fun. I actually like when I tell. Ta- I mean, I'm usually bad with my phone, but I like really made a point this week to just like refresh and do nothing. Just
0: leave it at home. Just leave
1: it at home. Well, I had it with me, but it was one of those like I just wanted to like relax for a week, and it was so nice, like just to like, hang out, play golf. We went to the lake. I mean, it was just so much fun. Nice. Yeah, it was an any awesome holes, trip. Hole in ones? No hole in ones. Uh, Ace cams were live, but we didn't get any no. hole in ones. Um, I did play really well. How many times really did you uh, play? I played three times. Nice. Yeah, we got out Friday and Sunday, and then I played with Mr. Peck. Full 18, or you did? 18 each time, and then Mr. Peck and I played nine. We're uh, just kind of messing around. 18 takes the, a lot out of you. Yeah, we got out bright and early. It was so nice. This is probably one of my favorite things in the world is Morning golf. We teed off mm-hmm. around 740 a.m. and it was brisk PA. It was a nice brisk cool breeze in the morning the dew on the ground nice. and then like it got warm towards the um, end it was dew. just like that's how they get this in the core that's how they get the core water <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out i actually i saw the guy out on the golf course picking up all the dew <laughs> oh
0: he must be collecting it for the core yeah, water Yeah, he's like i work for core <laughs> he's like this is where we're plant based <laughs> now let me explain that yeah get into so this so i'm dyslexic as most of you may know and i read 100% recycled and i saw the plant and the pee and i just not plant, it's this plastic. I saw the leaf on it, and I thought it was, uh, um, what's it called? Plant water. Plant water. <laughs>
1: and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Never thought that. That must be why it's good for hangovers. Honestly, <laughs> when I was thinking about that, because I, just, from you saying it, I was like, maybe that's something we're missing here. We should start collecting water <laughs> collecting from plants. Water from like, the plants. Like, <laughs> maybe that's the next
0: big beverage. You ever <laughs> see in Bugs Life, they take the <laughs> water. <and> right <laughs> okay, out of the yeah. leaf. <laughs>
1: And it's huge. Dude, they were ahead of times, uh, exactly. But well, uh, sorry to interrupt. No, that's the, yeah, morning the morning dew. The morning dew. No, it's just the best. Uh, that's my favorite part of there. The the trip was just getting out on the golf course. But yeah, it was just so much fun. They have a out. beautiful course. Yeah, I love uh, that
0: actually, that's why I have become more um, in, like enjoying golf. I n- never liked it. Then we went on James's bachelor party trip. We golfed, and I uh, kind of fell in love. And
1: now I have a putting green in my backyard. Yes, there you go. <laughs> it starts there. Actually, that's probably a great place to start is putting. Yeah. You can make all your I'm actually getting pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. There you go. Well, we should we should do that again next time we do like a trip or, and we play golf and woodlock yeah. or we just do a golf trip in general or just yeah. play golf here. I and then play we golf. can do a scramble. Yeah. So you play the best ball and that's where you make all your money. If you're draining putts, everyone's going to want you on their team. So I, I'm
0: learning how to uh get the ball straight though i still cut like i still got that baseball like you slide across yeah, yeah. it
1: exactly but i yeah. got that
0: line drive i don't got a deep one i got a nice line
1: drive uh, yeah you kind of keep it low yeah. shoots out there but uh, i love golf spray Ooh. the field yeah <laughs> spray all spray the field <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> you're here to hit gap to gap in yeah. golf though we wanted to go dead straight mm. but yeah great trip i i really enjoyed it it was so fun uh Elliot, I feel like every time we go to Woodlock, Elliot does something new and like, I think it's just the space the, because, mm. because it was like, he was just had the full reign of the house. Oh, nice. Um, so he was like loving it. Loving it, it. <laughs> and watching the girls and just kind of taking it all in. Mm. Um, it's so cute watching them all hang out. Like when we went in February and like Elliot seeing all of them, mm-hmm. it was kind of the same thing, but now he's pulling himself up to everything, like just standing oh, nice. up on his own and he'll let go. I kind of stand there See for a little I'll bit know. and then plop down. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure soon enough he's gonna be running around. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a great trip. I'm glad to be back, um, back into the real world. Yeah, this was the first time I feel like I took a trip and actually like took a trip because it was normally like we've just done some weekends. Yeah, like leaving. I mean, you've there. been to Woodlock so many times this year, so exactly, <laughs> exactly. But this was different. Like this was like a full on vacation, you mm-hmm. know. And like leaving there, I was like, oh man, gotta go back to work. Like, yeah. gotta go back to life. And then
0: uh, Gus from uh, Brisk Ice Tea call you.
1: Yeah, I got a voicemail. Um, actually, right as I was about to play golf with Mr. Peck, I got a voicemail. And uh, obviously, I knew it was you because it said voicemail Andrew Heschel, but I looked at it and it said, like, it, the translation, you know how it like transcribes it? it was oh, like, yeah, like always Gus wrong from brisk, and then like there's a bunch of spaces. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Arizona stinks. <laughs> I was like, What is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> going on? <laughs> and then I had to listen to it, <laughs> but it was Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so I did get a voicemail. It was a rude awakening back into the work <laughs> welcoming you back. Yeah, so uh, we have a friend here, Bible Man. <laughs> That's right, we do.
0: I found uh, my old childhood toy at my parents house and i was like oh bible man's gotta hang out with us that <laughs> was the
1: unwrapping that we did in yeah, the yeah, early yeah. episodes and we just never got we, bible yeah, we got the villains but i villains. was talking about that with josh yeah and that's actually bible man yeah i there's a tv show with that too right yeah yeah i remember this guy good um, old bible man you got a box right here is this uh yeah we're open at the end
0: someone uh sent us this the harris's um, we'll open it at that. end. All right. Sounds good. Save it uh, there. Here, you want to take Bible man? Bible man. Cool. Um, I had a question for both of you. I saw, you know, those interesting things like, what would you rather give up? Would you, uh, and you can never have it again. Would you rather give up pizza or pasta? For me, it would be pizza because there's so many different varieties of pasta. So you don't have to have like just spaghetti and meatballs. Like there's, you know, Penny vodka, ravioli. So like what would you give up? Mm. Well, I think you could probably
1: say the same with pizza. There's so many very you know so many varieties. So I don't know. It's kind of the same world though. It's you know. yeah. It is the, the same sauciness. world. Right? It's yeah. both, I immediately heard that heard that and I thought I can give up pasta. Yeah, I'd probably give up pasta. Pizza yeah. is just top-notch, man. Pasta. I feel like I can handle Cause I could eat a meatball plain, right? If I cut out pasta, yeah, it's not like I guess. Put goes on pizza, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could put I could put meatballs on my pizza. I think I can handle that. Pizza is just you can do so much with pizza. I
0: I like pasta, so I would give up um, pizza more because also I don't have a gallbladder, so pizza does not agree with me because it's oh, too greasy. So. Yes. Alright, so if <laughs> I had probably if I didn't, I would probably get yeah, but you probably have to give up pizza anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> the only ones I can have is the grandma slice because it's not as greasy. Oh, of course. Yeah,
1: but that's the best. I love the grandma. Like remember, I, couldn't, I couldn't give that. Remember off. the place so by
0: grandma? She used to get um, the pepperoni and just like we would probably fill this cup with the grease that came off. Was of that, that sun dried tomato? She that she always got from sun dried, but it was the one uh, down the block by um, Checkers over there. She used to get from.
1: Oh, right. She it was a little far from her house. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot. Yeah, I don't like that. When you pick up pizza and the grease starts dripping out, that's not, I don't like that we at You ever all. see, like,
0: oh, a little kid after they eat pizza and just, like, a grease beard <laughs> just on
1: them? It's like, ugh. That, like, reminds me of, uh, like, Sports Plus when we would go and it would always have like, all the birthday parties, you'd always get pizza and soda mm. and just get, like, a greasy pepperoni slice yeah. and then, like, orange soda. Orange soda. Yeah, why well was orange soda always a stashes. staple? Yeah. <laughs> it only tasted good at the pizza parties. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I think, like, um what's it called? Bud Light tried to do that. They tried to make an orange soda. like.
1: Oh, yeah, like, I saw that. An orange. Yeah, the yeah, can yeah, is
0: orange. I thought it was gross.
1: I haven't had it. I don't think I've
0: had it. I don't. Actually, yeah. it's probably gone because it was so bad.
1: Was it actually orange flavored, or was it yeah, like an Octoberfest like, type of no, thing? No, it was like orange flavored. Ooh, yeah. That's not something I think I would combine. Yeah, no. Well, like, I don't like
0: um. What's it called? Grapefruit and tangerine, like the tree, like, like yeah, the
1: those types. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. all right. Well, I guess that at least it's coming from more of a like a celsius base. Mm, like yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't imagine combining In a beer. Huh. But that's where like IPAs and like craft beers they. <laughs> make their living i think feel i feel yeah. like with all the fruit flavors and the grapefruits and the hazy ipas and all that stuff so it works there but i wouldn't think about it with a bud light like that's not yeah. really where i'm bud bud- light. we'll have to maybe one day with all this beverage talk we should start Creating some signature <laughs> when drinks. Je- when
0: Jesus was making the wine at the wedding, they're like, oh, can you give it a little more uh, fruity flavor? Like, please make it sangria. <laughs> yeah,
1: sangria, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> did, he to, did he have to check with everyone first?
0: He's like, uh, what are you guys feeling, white or
1: red? <laughs> you went with the red. Good choice. <laughs> so did you see the Manti Teo documentary that came out this week? I did. Uh,
0: I saw it. I didn't even know it was coming out. And I went on um, Netflix, and I put it on at like eight o'clock and i had work the next day and i was like oh no this yeah. is good
1: yeah and i watched the whole thing i think it was two hours yeah it was about two hours because yeah. it was two different like episodes it was um, so yeah. interesting Hot i mean take his dad's a jerk you think so yeah <laughs> that was your reaction to it like his dad's
0: like after he told him what happened how he got catfished and all that and he found out he's like How could you do this to the family? It's like, okay, guy, you're what, what, bringing home $300
1: and you have how many kids? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right? Didn't he say that? There was 11 kids? Yeah. Yeah. That's a big family. They're banking it all on him Uh, to make the money. I mean, it
0: messed up his draft status.
1: Crazy. He would have been a giant, apparently. Crazy. So for those who don't know, Manti Teo is a football player. I think he's still in the NFL. I believe he's still playing. I think he's on the Saints. Um, So he was big, obviously being a notre dame fan he was the guy oh the guy which the beginning of it
0: when he went there he was miserable and he was he's a uh mormon so yeah that was he, interesting that yeah they, i didn't know that so. i didn't
1: well they named the church the church it was uh jesus and the latter day saints was that what it was yeah, why did that pop in my head and that's yeah, mormon that, and i did Latter-day not saints. know that was mormon yeah. um which was interesting because mm-hmm. they did talk about like their faith and how yeah he kept that was talking, important. To that him was a
0: reoccurring thing. His and,
1: upbringing and and how that kind of shaped and molded him as a person. I thought that was a cool note. I think that is so true when and it comes how to sports. Before and he
0: chose Notre Dame, he went and prayed about it, and yes. he took it as like I thought that was cool.
1: Yes, because he grew up a yeah. USC fan. Yeah, and said he basically was like, "Lord, like where where should I go? Like I'm offering this to you, show me the way." Like um yeah it's weird how like when you're younger
0: you're like now I'm an Ohio state fan because my you know my best friend went there, so and I went to um on the field and been there, and they so they call that the shoe the Ohio shoe state yeah right, okay, and um, what's it called <laughs> when I grew up, I always liked uh Miami and that's where I wanted to go, and I wanted to uh the hurricanes, yeah, and then you kind of like gravitate towards something else of course kind of yeah. like what he did
1: yeah right well well for me it was always Notre Dame did he play with Justin no Justin Tuck no Justin Tuck was before him hmm. yeah so this was around 2012 was that big run hmm. basically and it was interesting because they really exposed and presented the whole idea that this was like a cre- a longer relationship which was interesting so basically Manti Teo got catfished he ended up creating a relationship with this guy through the internet, through Facebook, and he didn't know. He thought it was a girl. He thought it was a girl, and he had this long distance relationship. And when you think about the nature of his schedule as a football she, player, as an athlete, like she
0: came in at the perfect time. If you watch the doc, because he was lonely, not enjoying the school, and then someone from uh, like his home culture, yes, had, had connected, like, with connected with that girl connected, too, could the girl too at the same time. And,
1: Yeah. Yeah. So So. he had someone who he can just talk to. And with the nature of being committed to football practices and not really having the time to meet Yes, the faith part of it was the connection too. And for him it felt natural that he didn't need to meet this person because my schedule was so busy. And then I had someone who I can just kind of talk to online. So then obviously as that relationship developed because they would talk so often online or through texting, then it turned into a little bit more of a relationship. And then it turns out the person obviously is not real it's mm. a guy behind a screen Now a girl then when they died it, it was just a crazy story so the gra- his grandma passed away and then the catfisher tells Manti tells calls Teo, him as himself as the as brother or as something there's so it's so yeah. intricate the with the person should it. be in jail <laughs> that's what i think is actually crazy and should maybe be brought to light a little bit more is like how can the person kind of get away with doing all of that the, in the sense i of, thought
0: the crazy part of the whole documentary is like Because now um, the guy is a girl now. Yes. Uh, um, I guess. Uh, What's it called? So he was like, oh, I can't believe he released the voicemails.
1: Those were like, he had to clear his name. What do you mean? Can't believe you did what you did. Yeah, like she talked about it in the the part at the end. And it was just like, I I wasn't happy with what I did. And it was like, you just told Manta Teo, right? Who was on the biggest stage in college football that year because notre dame was undefeated on his way to a national championship and decided i need to end this relationship but i don't know how so i'm just gonna tell him that i'm dead yeah like how do you think he's gonna react to that you know what i mean like it's just (laughs) like all right like my girlfriend died and i'm just not gonna mention anything that football season though because i just remember it to a t following that year was the best i've never seen a defensive player impact a football game as much as manti Taylor how
0: so the championship game messages him or calls him or whatever and says like i'm alive gets the girl to send a picture right before yeah i
1: think it was before the heisman ceremony or something like that
0: yeah and then they played the game the next day and he played not that
1: good yeah, oh they played terrible. Yeah, I got blown out he, in the National championship. And they
0: kept throwing it at him like it was all his fault.
1: But I'm like, oh come on, it's a whole team. But yeah, I get it. But um The person decided, wait, I don't think I want this relationship to be over. Gets back in touch with Manti Teo and says, I'm alive. <laughs> he's like, I had what? to lay low. And he's oh, like, send man. me a picture
0: with the initials. And so he got the girl from high school the that real he was person. stealing the pictures from, right, right. Like, oh, uh, I have a family member in the hospital. Just throw up this and, jeez oh, uh, Louise, yeah, it was, it was all cow- like it's crazy, evil. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. yeah, crazy like manipulation. Stuff. Like, ugh. and uh, this guy, it cost Mantateo millions. And I mean, honestly, like, I didn't. I always just thought like he made up a fake girlfriend. Like, I didn't really look into it or read the stories or anything. So I always thought like. You just heard, like, oh, he had a fake girlfriend and then said she died. Like, I thought he made the profile, you know? And
1: then you watch this, and you're just like, wow. Well, that's what the part that I think was nuts, and that's what it exposed. Because this Deadspin article came out exposing the hoax, that it was like this girlfriend that we thought was real didn't exist. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting to hear in the documentary that the people who wrote that article were coming from the sense that they wanted to expose all of these news media and articles covering this story without having any facts as <laughs> and, to like if this person and literally was they had
0: to do was type in her name and like she didn't exist or type in car deadly car crash nothing nothing
1: and then instead of the media kind of identifying like oh maybe we ran with something because of course they wouldn't identify no, they that
0: said he's gay <laughs> they
1: turned it on Teo and yeah. they were like this guy created this like is he gay like all of that and i was like you i don't know if you'd be able to get away with that sort of coverage no not today. now definitely right? not <laughs> It was very bizarre, and the media crushed Man I mean, he yeah. did not, and it was kind of sad to hear him talk about how his NFL career was affected so much. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I couldn't play football anymore. Like, I just wasn't myself. I couldn't imagine being, like, on top of the world like he was. Everyone talking about how you're going to be this next best thing, and then mm. all of a sudden you walk outside, and everyone is, like, yelling at you for creating a fake girlfriend that you didn't yeah. It's a wild story. It was really interesting. It's on Netflix.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, well, there's going to be a whole series, the basketball
1: uh, ref who. Uh, I saw that. They're diving uh, into all yeah. these different sports stories. So it was pretty cool. Also, the friend, before we finish this topic, The white guy? Yeah. And he was like, you know, I, my job as Manti Teo's closest friend was to protect him. And he's like, I really thought the whole thing was kind of fishy, but yeah. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, maybe you should have <laughs> said something from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like, how did you let all of that Well, you know out? what was
0: crazy? Like, they re she reached, or he, whatever, reached out to, like, became friends with, like, his cousins. And, like, that's what he, he verified it, like, through people. Like, okay, she's real then.
1: Yeah, like, I've had conversations yeah. with her, but it was only online. Yeah. It's a wild story. And yeah. i I surprised that not more of that goes on. But I guess nowadays you're a little yeah. bit more careful of it. Manti, um, if you want to come on, we'll talk. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Manti Taylor. I had pictures of him in my right room. I loved Man Tao man. That put Notre Dame on the map. They were we going have a through such a picture of your
0: girlfriend right here. <laughs> that's that was it. That was like <laughs> that's, all, how, those that's were the what jokes. they were
1: talking about. The memes and everything. Like he just got destroyed. Poor guy, man. He was such a beast. Yeah. But hey, this year Notre Dame's going 12 and 0 again, and we're going to the national championship. <laughs> so I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pray a rosary every week to Our Lady of Victory, <laughs> and. uh I'm sure get- god's
0: a little busy but actually day, you know what's funny yeah.
1: um i saw uh
0: a uh someone did like a spoof online as the devil and um and god like okay who do you want to win the nfl series this year <laughs> and the, <laughs> and uh they were spit firing and the devil's like nope our pass and he's like why why not this one and then it just it's just
1: it was funny uh, just like a little who made comedy. the deal with the devil to win the nfl super bowl no,
0: it, it was just the the teams didn't make a deal it was just like uh, they, they oh they're were picking, saying like, like they saying. they pick <laughs> and the the devil's like I, I gave you the rams last year because the stafford and your good story it's my turn to pick <laughs> and he, he's like you just want brady again don't you
1: <laughs> it's just a funny little uh yeah, you know, that, that's thing. pretty good yeah. <laughs> all right that's funny i like it so uh, let's dive into our topic Oh, I
0: actually had something I wanted to talk about that I uh, came across Jess sword on TikTok, and uh, I read the article on it. Mm. Um, in uh, France, there's this famous painting. Uh, okay. Maybe, I don't know, we could put it up. It's called Checkmate, and it's the devil playing someone, and there's an angel watching, and it's called Checkmate. Like, he lost, the devil won. Like, look, you see him in panic, and... Um, so the idea is that this guy was betting again, uh, going playing the devil, and he lost. But um, there was a tour group that went by, right? You
1: want to look at it, Josh?
0: And uh, there was this tour group that went by, and they the guy explains it. They walk by, and one guy stays behind, and they're going to the next one. And he's like, "Sir, we're going to the next one." He goes, um, "They need to rename this." Uh, uh, painting, and they're like, "Why?" And he goes, oh, "I'm a chess master, and the king has two more moves."
1: What so, do you mean? So the king
0: has two more moves. Like it's called checkmate, and it's saying that the devil won.
1: Oh, uh, so but the king is not checkmate. It's yeah. check, but the king can still move. Yeah. It's not checkmate. So it's
0: not over. It's never over, and it's just like a good reminder. Like oh, God, even like you're you're never um. <laughs> You're never it's, out. You're never out. God always has a plan for you. If it is whatever, you know, it could be. It could be, like, financial stress or something like that. And there's always another move that uh, God has for you. That's how I took it. That's, like, what I read. Mm. Um, there's a guy who does a whole preaching on it. And it's just, like, very interesting. And just, like, it's cool to see, like, real things out there. And... uh
1: was this know. painting in, in France? It's in
0: France. Uh, I forget the name of the place.
1: Uh, interesting. So it looks like from the picture that yeah that's that the the, the guy who is in red who won. you portray as the yeah. devil has won. Mm-hmm. But looking at the board, there are actually moves yeah. that the chi- the king still yeah. has. Very interesting, right? When you feel like you're down and out, yeah, there's always another move, and God's always got your back. Mm. That's why the angel is in there being a little referee in the middle of that. <laughs> saying, I got your back. That's interesting. I, you know, there are so many... Because um, that's where, right, with all those paintings, that felt like religion was so prominent and just, like, their lives and, and what was culture then, you know? Mm-hmm. I wonder when that painting oh. was, like, the year. Always, yeah. Uh, look it up. Yeah, that's, that's um, interesting.
0: Always, uh, they always had those fat little baby angels,
1: you know, back <laughs> then, you know? Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll figure out, actually... <laughs> Just little babies in diapers. Hey, Michelangelo, what were you thinking? Yeah, Yeah, maybe Angels are up
0: there like, we do not look like that. Yeah, right. Come on. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Little
1: babies and angels. Hey, you never know. Yeah. So we got a big topic today. Uh, The prodigal son. It's um, famous. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: A lot of people know this story. And um, I feel like too though, it's also you. You can relate relate with both, right? Um, you can re- relate with like, even like, have you said it on the on the podcast about how like um, your college days and going away and same I can too. Like, you can look at it that way, and then look at it as like the brother that stayed, the person who goes to church all the time, and then always annoyed at Christmas time, when all these people come back, you know, <laughs> yeah. and the interesting thing is that we never, we always think about the younger brother, but it's also about the older brother too, because like, at the end, he kind of sins himself, he distances himself from the brother, he distances himself uh, from the father. And uh we say, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those. And right there, he's not doing that.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's well. That's why it's so funny. That's a good point, and that's what I've noticed in the great, um, the Great Adventure Bible um, from Ascension's. Instead of it called the Prodigal Son, it's the parable of the Prodigal mm-hmm. and his brother. Yeah, yeah, key right there. Too
0: big. That's the one thing. Like we, uh, I always looked at it as that, as like the younger son, which mm-hmm. what he did, he took the inheritance. He was just living in his father's house underneath the roof. And he just decided one day, like, I want to travel. He took I all of his my, inheritance and ran. He took rent. it, yep, squandered it. Uh, after he squandered it and lived it up, um, he was started working and he realized, like, oh, my father has it better. And the whole thing is, like, um, he... the So... Luke always points out, like, that you can come back. So he has, like, three different um, stories in there where it points to you coming back to uh, Jesus, coming back to the Father, and that's what it is. Like, the kingdom of heaven is the party, if you look at it that way. Like, you're getting welcome back. Mm. And it's um, about, uh, you know, forgiveness and just, like, how even when he came back, he ran, the father runs across the field to greet him. Um, and it's just, uh, showing us how God will always forgive us. And he's there for us. And we stray from the path. And then we need to, you need to have remorse, Mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't work. If you don't have remorse, you can come back. And if you don't have the remorse, uh, that he does like how he's like comes back and he's like i want no recognition i am i want to be a servant uh i you know disrespected you and just like having that remorse um gets you into heaven like how i said like forgive those who forgive. you know uh it's
1: in a prayer it's yeah. in the, you know prayer it's like Father. a mean thing yeah. it's in the that's why the prodigal son um that parable is probably one of my favorites because it I love that theme, and that's why it is one of my favorites. Is like the relentless love of the Father, mm-hmm. and that that just receivingness, and how the Father runs out to the son who was yeah. lost and now is found. And um, you're right; there are three different parables that lead up to that. It's it's um, so. This was Luke in chapter 15. So the, the the Pharisees and the scribes were, like, murmuring against Jesus, as they mm. always did. Those classic Pharisees. Um, but they're talking about Jesus, like, this man eats with sinners, you know? And, like, yeah. how can he do this type of thing? And it was always trying to kind of push behind. And that's the thing, like, having your nose up in the air and,
0: like, uh, thinking you're better is not the remorse that you need to get
1: into heaven and just, like, um, see... Th- things through others eyes yeah of course i mean that's where there's so many layers to this uh this parable for sure Be- we did an episode on this this was episode five you yeah, listen yeah. to it again no I, I, did didn't, it. Oh, I, I didn't i went back and listened to it again it was funny to hear us talking yeah. <laughs> from, from the beginning as we were just starting out and trying to figure out our way yeah. but um we we rose some pretty good points we raised some pretty good points mm-hmm. we were talking about the repent mm-hmm. how he was repenting Um, we mentioned, that's how you said, um, kind of the idea of like, if you're separating yourself from like your faith, you Mm -hmm. know, like you're receiving all your gifts and your sacraments and then you're separating from the faith, but then coming back to your faith, that sort of image. Um, so that was cool. So I'm glad we're talking about it again to kind of go a little bit further. Um, but yeah, so those three parables were all about losing something and then it being found. And every time when something was found, there is this celebration and just, an amazing kind of like reception of that thing being found. Um, so it was interesting because it was the parable of the lost sheep. So they lose 99. Oh, they have a hundred sheeps. They lose one mm-hmm. They're at the 99 and he finds the sheep and he's rejoicing and throws a party. The woman loses a coin has 10 coins, loses one coin, finds the coin comes back. Rejoice rejoicing yeah. with the coin. So those are funny images. It's like, you lost a coin. Who cares? Mm. You know, type of thing. And it's like, when we lose something, I don't know if I necessarily, I it depends what I've lost, how much I rejoice afterwards. But I love that image to think about Jesus rejoicing and the Father rejoicing. I think this place is haunted, Josh. You got closets opening oh. on its own. <laughs> Something just <laughs> fell before. <laughs> uh, there's Jesus opening the door for us. Um, so it was just such a rejoice and that image and idea of like, the father running to to his mm-hmm. son and i think that that is something that can be like a cool reminder and something that can be like so uplifting to us during our faith journey of mm-hmm. just that rejoice in what we can feel and when we come back to the father
0: and uh you just hope the older brother did at the end because we don't know because uh it ends with him telling yeah, him but you know like i said he he has no remorse towards his brother being back he's he's mad he's annoyed Yep. like I've been here this whole time and I never had a party. No, you have a kingdom. You have this land. You have everything.
1: Yeah. I've uh, cuz I've lo- I've tried to reflect on that a little bit more because I felt like the the prodigal son, the son is what's kind of talked about the most, but it's the second son too of that is can almost feel like kind of gloss over that. Yeah, and I went into it a little bit more, listened to some different people on it. And like Father Mike Schmitz had some cool topics on it. Um, but you realize too, like I started to realize how that can be more relatable in certain ways because not everyone has walked away from like someone who's always been there. I felt like and like you can relate to that sometimes a little bit more as well. Like to think about the the son who's like, I've been here though. Like why why did I not have the the calf? Like I couldn't even get a kid to have a little party with my friends. Yeah, friend. it's it's the
0: jealousy factor and uh, just always. Uh, Wanting what others have, and you're never, you're never truly gonna be happy.
1: Yeah, they were. You're just yeah. going
0: through the motions, you know. Sure.
1: Yeah. So there were two points that, like, I learned that, like, similar to that, that I thought was unique. I know one was lacking joy. Like, the brother did not have any joy for the fact that, like, his his brother came home too. You know, like, I, I can think of that as like um, is jealousy. The right word, greed. What's the word I'm looking for here? But it's like envious you know if you're envious of like what other people are doing or the success that someone might have instead of like celebrating in their joy i know i i fall into that a lot where it's like uh, be yeah. you know joyful for so always. many people
0: do and especially like with social media like you're looking at like oh look what they're doing and yeah you know i'm working so hard to get what i'm doing and they're
1: just gifted everything you of know course. something like that yeah exactly and that's an interesting thought of like there should have been a joy as well from the brother. You know, yeah. this is your brother who came home too. And instead he was kind of first thought was, man, why have I not gotten these things? Um, so that was so interesting. But then this piece of it, I feel like really connected with me so much more than I think it ever had. It was uh, Father Mike was talking, Father Mike Schmitz. He, it was in the Bible of the Year blurb. If you want to go back and listen to it, it was day 318. I found it. I went back and listened. Um, but he talked about it and the fact that there was no relationship there between the oldest son and the father and to think of it as a sense of this son has been there and he's been doing task after task i've been plowing your fields i've been doing everything that you asked of me but i didn't have anything to i didn't have any sort of celebration like this son or my brother who has been off doing whatever it is that he wants and now all of a sudden he comes back and he gets this big party And the piece that Father Mike brought up, which was so neat, was that relationship that wasn't there. And I never thought about it in that way. And it was like, we can feel that in our faith of like, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Christian, and I have these like rules or these constant sort of like repetition of just like, this is how I have to be in my faith. But if it's lacking your relationship, if it's lacking a relationship with your father, with Christ, they will feel that way. But he made it in this image of he's like, instead of coming down the stairs and you pick up your list of things to do and it's just like, ah, oh, here's another list of things to do. It's it's the opposite of that. It's sitting down and and sitting with the father and talking about the things that you need to do together. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. And I love that for us in our, like, our faith journey to think of it as like
0: I guess what that can feel you like. You can look at it as someone who just like goes through the motions and just goes to church and like never really. Does anything about it? Never prays, never feels anything. You, you just go because like that's part of your routine. Of course, and maybe that was like what the brother was going through. Right, wake up, stay. But I feel like he stayed out of loyalty and just like taking care of what had to get done, and he
1: couldn't abandon his father. Sure, and that there's, there's so much value in in that too. You know, like what a great thing that he had did, he had done, but he couldn't even recognize that as well. You know, mm-hmm. internally and. Yeah that that relationship piece cuz i I, f- I found that that has been a big piece for me within my life and how my faith has deepened when i've focused on the fact that like there is a like a tangible relationship that the lord is asking from us like that he wants from us mm-hmm. and it's like if you can figure whatever it is that works best for you to have that relationship it, with the father you can see so much kind of like it would have come out if from you that. didn't
0: have the remorse and uh the younger brother coming back the way he did and how he threw himself at his father and was like um treat me as not like if he came back and was like all right i want my old room uh i'm not doing any field work uh blew all your money it would be totally you're not making any progress but Mm -hmm. i mean i think that uh, look at the party as heaven
1: right? You're getting welcomed into heaven and that's no. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be heaven. It's heaven in the sense of like, yeah, like we're striving for that to come to like the father. And I, it couldn't be like also just a daily celebration in heaven for us here on earth. Mm -hmm. Like that's cool. That's a cool image to think about. Like what goes on in heaven when we choose God, Mm -hmm. like what you said, like when we repent, like if we go to confession and when we repent, what that uh, party looks like in heaven, you know, for us. It's so cool. It's a cool image. And that's like our father. Our father is there looking out for us, like loving and running to us whenever we decide to, to turn to him. Yeah. It's such a cool thing. It's an image that I think can help. Like it's helped me. I, I don't know if it, it relates to everyone, but I, the, the image of a father and a son and how like there is just this relentless love for us is really cool it's it's it, it's been kind of a big push for me within like my faith and that's why i really do enjoy this mm-hmm. this story yep, um very good one yeah the the actually one more piece i thought was kind of interesting for us within this story as well is like what the son was gifted when he came back and he was gifted the the robe right the ring um shoes for for uh, sandals for his feet and the fatted calf, right? So all yeah. these celebrations, you know, you give him the best of the best, and like we were saying, how that is like just the father's love. But I thought it was so neat, and I did the the shoes on his feet, and how like he had the ability to go, like he was free again, like he had shoes on his feet, so he didn't necessarily have to stay, like he could leave again. And for us, like how many times do we leave again? But every time we come back, like, Jesus is there with open arms. Yep. And I think that that is so cool for us to continue to be reminded of, like, just this relentless love that we have. So I think I've rambled enough. But that's a great parable and a cool reminder for all of us each and every day as we continue on our faith journey. Yeah. So I see you got this box here. Yeah, we got a package uh,
0: sent to us through the Facebook community. Shout out to them. 300 strong.
1: (laughs) I uh, I've been uh I've been slacking on the Instagram game. I'm going to shout out our We should uh get that I'm going to get that plug out there. Instagram is mustardseed521 at mustardseed521. So I'm going to I got some shorts that we had come out on YouTube that have been great and we're going to continue to build it up as we go. 3.
0: So Josh. All right, we
1: got 3. Here you go, Josh. Oh, uh, well. So what do we got here? Uh,
0: it's from the harrises uh thank you uh they've sent us things in the past uh we appreciate you guys uh we wanted to send some love thanks for letting us reach out every (laughs) every wednesday morning we say to each other it's wednesday morning you know what that means god bless you all keep up the good work from the harrises nice Well, well thank you so much uh we appreciate you guys so much uh this is cool is it a clock? It's a compass. A compass, yeah. Beautiful. That's Gotta really cool. go on one of those hikes we talked about with this. There you go. We're gonna that's read it. the back.
1: our journey. On our journey. Join us on our journey. A little compass. I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Psalm 32 8. Oh, that's pretty cool. This doesn't tell time, though. Why is it? <laughs> it looks like it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was really cool good deal so if anyone was wondering our uh studio faces to the south does that make sense yep there we go <laughs> 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 the compass uh, thank you so
0: much uh that to the harrises um you don't have to do this we appreciate it uh um thank you and thanks for uh, watching our videos uh if you're new please subscribe help us out uh like comment subscribe uh leave a message if you have uh any um bible stories you want us to do yeah. you know reach out cool thank you
1: thanks for watching thanks for listening appreciate peace. it peace